guess everyone's a title one good scare. Because of the obvious threat to untold numbers of citizens, and because of the crisis which is even now developing, this radio station will remain on the air, day and night. Oh, this should give you the willies. What? It's coffins. Carpet! You have me that piece of the body tonight. So terrible. Oh, we got some nice ones tonight. Well, this is black magic. For those who love horror. For those who have the guts. They're coming in! The most hideous scheme in the history of mankind. That's just the wind. You're getting closer and closer to the most unnatural kind of death. You'll scream too. His power is stronger than stronger. His might shall last longer than longer. It's Satan. Let's No! Children of the night. Kill you. I've just seen death. Do you know what the most frightening thing in the world is? All right, so we're here. Thirty-five, the thirty-fifth anniversary of the Burbs. I was, I'm six years older than the Burbs, and I'm a little bit depressed about that, but it's okay. I'm eight years. No, it's seven years. Wait, oh. I don't do math. <laughs> it's not you know, that hard, Henry. <laughs> How old are you? Past thirty-five. Let's see, man. Here, carry the one. Four years old. To to get started, do you guys want to see the the trailer? Yeah. Do you want to do you want to bring in the show proper or something like? No, nah, it's just, macabre cast. Fuck it. <laughs> this, that's Ozzy. That's that's Henry. Frank Walker Wonder Hour. And uh, I don't know if we're gonna call this. I don't know if we're gonna call this episode. Ozzy fixes the burbs. Is that? I know that's. Uh, how- I renamed it the thirty fifth anniversary, and then we'll just have a little note in there about you. audaciously audaciously audacious you have the balls to think you can change it (laughs) that was was a fucking porky pig moment for you if I've ever Uh, 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 this is what I need Carol I I need this no one goes in no one comes out neighbors from it was a nice place to live he said he thinks the clopex much too smart carol you wouldn't want this this is wall <laughs> I'm going over the fence and I'm not coming back. Break your family, kidnap them, tear their livers out, and make some kind of sick. Of this street, Tom Hanks. I think we are. No. The bird. It's one hell of. Hey, hi. I think we should. I'm, I'm so glad that they got uh, musician Corey Feldman to be in the movie. You guys know <laughs> his music catalog, right? Oh my gosh! I know that he does that, and I know I know people um, lead him on. Unfortunately, <laughs> I that's the right <laughs> phrase. They lead him on. Yeah, I think you're all doing a disservice to people with mental health issues. Yeah. <laughs> the harmonica. If you can tell me that you, in earnest generally like that music and you're not there because of um the you're just watching man crumble 
that you're not there because, uh, you know, if you try to tell me that you're not there because it's ironic for you're you, in, be- you're in on the on a joke. Yes, you're in on a joke. If you try to tell me that that's not what's happening, that you legitimately like that music, I don't believe you. I just don't. (laughs) (laughs) Lying, lying to yourself, maybe. You know. Well, I guess I'm gonna tear up all my notes about Corey Feldman. (laughs) (laughs) Piece of shit. (laughs) That's not what I'm getting at. We could certainly talk about Corey Feldman, (laughs) Uh, and we will, and we will, because it's a big part of this movie. And, uh, you know, actually, if you read into the behind the scenes and you listen to him talk about it, he wanted to be a bigger part and he pushed to be a bigger part. It He's sounds always like- pushing to be a bigger part of a movie. That <laughs> <laughs> actually, you know, I bet he was kind of just like a petulant child and a pain in the ass on set. He actually, yeah. Joe Dante, and he brought him the script. He's like, hey, man, you wrote me out of this scene. Why aren't I in the scene where the whole neighborhood goes and visits the Clopex with the plate of brownies? He's like, because you're a fucking child in the neighborhood. Why would they get you to go over there with them? And he's like, well, all right, then (laughs) I'm still upset about it because I want to be in every minute, even if I don't belong there. One of these days, I'm going to write a song about this moment. It's going to go (laughs) to the top of the charts. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Um but people, seriously, you need to stop giving him the limelight. The motivation. <laughs> yes, yes. Stop it. Just stop it. I think you're only, it's only ruinous. Anyway. So when did you guys first see The Burbs? Henry, we'll start with you. I saw it on VHS when it was released on VHS um, because I was eight years old. And my that parents were like right. really big Tom Hanks fans because Big was awesome. Splash. Um, so they gave it a shot and apparently they didn't like it because I never saw it again. And as I grew up, I kind of just wasn't in my radar anymore mm. until I started talking to you guys. I've never seen Splash. Really? Yeah. yeah. It's a good movie. It's fun. Yeah. Also, um, <laughs> <laughs> they're great. Isn't, isn't, um, is that the one John Candy's in that he plays his John brother? Candy's, yeah. John Candy's in it. Yep, uh, just for like six minutes of John Candy on film, I think. Yeah. So um, were you a VHS one as well, Ozzy? Do you see it on VHS or you see it on theater? No, not in theater. This came out in '89, so I would have been uh, six. Or eight. Six. Yeah. '89, so I would have been two years old. <laughs> okay, calm down. Um, <laughs> no, I didn't see this on theater. This was actually, um, and I've talked about this before. This was from the Uncle Bob video library of my youth. Oh, okay. What do you mean? Uh, oh, your actual Uncle remember, Bob? Yeah, yeah. yeah actual Uncle okay. Bob. That's right. I've talked about this before. He was a huge cinephile. He taped everything off of Showtime and HBO way back in the day. He cataloged it. He had three ring binders um, with alphabetized titles and exactly where to find it on his endless wall shelf of, you know, shelf walls that just had. VHS tapes, you know, with a little paper label and like six movie titles written on each one because he <laughs> everything on SP or whatever. SP, I was going to say SP. <laughs> yeah. Where are these tapes now? Oh, I wish I knew. I'm going to contact, you know what I'll do? I'll contact my cousin James, who's his son, and ask him and see if he knows. I'm sure he knows what happened. He's like, I still have them. <laughs> we can't move. <laughs> oh kind of wore out a couple. <laughs> I think Uncle Bob might have had a couple of sections of Uncle Bob's area too. <laughs> there was a curtain, and uh, you know, every curtain. Curtain. 
yeah, yeah. And I'd always get in trouble for questioning what was. <laughs> anyway, so I watched I watched it on VHS all the time, and I fucking loved it from the get go. You know. How yeah. I, I saw it on VHS. I think my parents both liked it, but I, th- I think that they only watched it like once because they figured it was too scary for us. Yeah. And so that, it, but I remember seeing it when I was young and I remember them liking it. And I didn't really understand what was going on too much, but right. I remember there was a lot of like slapstick stuff going on. And then Hanks is like, seems to be enjoyable for like all ages. Just his yeah. presence on screen. Tom Hain is always enjoyable. Is he the king of Halloween or something? <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. Um, ah, what's his name? And he has a pumpkin suit on. I'm David Pumpkin. <laughs> I'm David S. Pumpkins. David S. Pumpkin. <laughs> I forgot about that bit on oh, that's, that's good. Uh anyway, this movie in eighty nine, yeah, like you said, Henry, he had done like big and splash, and he was certainly making a name for himself. And this movie kind of ended that phase of his career. So it wasn't just my parents being picky about what they liked in movies back then. Okay. Nope. It was the because I enjoyed it as an adult, though. But knowing that it's Joe Dante and And maybe the maybe the nostalgia, you know, the nostalgia, the nostalgic factor going for you, as well as Matt and I do, you know, the same. Yeah. Yeah, I was just gonna see um, what he did. What um, after, after 1989, so I'm looking that up right now. Well, he came back hard and did Philadelphia. Let's see. So 89 was also Turner and Hooch. 90 was Joe versus the Volcano. And that uh, also his career. 1990, Bonfire of the Vanities. 92, League of Their Own. Sleep is in Seattle, 93. That's when it started changing. 93 was also Philadelphia. Sleepless in Seattle, Philadelphia. That's when it really took a turn and he got back into the spotlight but his like his 80s 80s version tom hanks where he was just like kind of ah, i'm tom hanks he's like always screaming and like, yeah like, yeah slapstick, tom slapstick comedy tom hanks that was done with this this movie was kind of the fucking nail in the coffin of that version of tom hanks unfortunately game <laughs> <laughs> who, guys who, why, why why am i up here who sorry Hanks come back and just do some slapstick comedy. That would be so good. I would love that. <laughs> Did he try back. again? He there had to have been something. He's done what? comedies, yeah. Like what? Uh, slapstick. Saving though. Private Ryan. No, that's not it. Oh wait, no. <laughs> no. Green, Green Mile. No. 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 So if you can, that's sort of comedy. Barely. Uh, yeah, that's the not Polar him. Express. That's slapstick. There you go. No. Uh. Uh-uh. Oh. Him, yeah. him, Lady Killers doing that fucking Colonel Sanders. Oh, Lady Killers was awesome. Yeah, I haven't seen that. You, you, you should. Good. Yeah. I seriously remember sitting down with you and watching it, or maybe actually, what happened is I sat down by myself in your living room and watched. No, no, it. no. You sat down next to a basset hound. That's what you remember. <laughs> I just look a lot like a basset hound. <laughs> right. yes, creepy, sad eyes. I was slobbering the whole time. <laughs> it's not kind of bad. Jowls. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he hasn't really done any comedy. He's done comedic films, but he's not like you not know. like the old, not like the eighties. Yeah, not like the eighties. So this is kind of the end of that, unfortunately. Yeah, people didn't like it. I don't know why. Maybe they were just over that style of Tom Hanks. Like, but you could read some scathing reviews from from eighty nine for this of movie. this movie. Yeah. Oh, oh wow. Yeah, 
anyway. But it's been 35 years, and uh, us kids have grown up. <laughs> and, you know, now we're championing, championing this movie like never before, you know. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, it's got not, a cult following. That's not wrong. Yeah. Is it even cult anymore? Could you say it's cult? Nah, yeah. <laughs> I think it's moved a little bit beyond that, actually. Yeah, I'm, I was trying to find some original um, Burbs reviews to see oh, really? how, they, how they fared. I'm sure you could find like Chicago Sun-Times, Roger Ebert or something. That was the first one, yeah. It, it says look- two stars, but then wow. it says thumbs up. I don't understand that. I'll have to write a letter to Ebert to see what he thought about that. Yeah. Little- Got a Ouija board? <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, uh, yeah. So, what else about this movie? Do you want um, to? We play the trailer. Do you want to go through and just like read some fun trivs from the from IMDb? Sure, I can do that. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. At some point, we got to get to your your yeah, bonus we'll get pick. To that at the end. we'll get to that at the end. You know. Um. Well, <laughs> Walter's toy poodle Queenie was played by the same dog uh, that played Precious in. Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> yeah, isn't that cool? It's like yeah. one of the best dogs ever. You know what else that dog was? Is the little dog in Batman Returns, you know, that catches. Oh, the yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. That hangs out with the three circle circus gang or what the fuck yeah. ever. Tom Hanks improvised the scene where he picks up the gurney and puts himself into the ambulance. <laughs> I got blown up. Take me to the hospital. Dude, his physical comedy in this movie is brilliant. Just the one scene where he he sort of slides down the stairs with his feet. He doesn't mean to do it. After it's he got perfect. Blown. <laughs> <laughs> he just sort of like <laughs> Man, that's so good. Yes, absolutely. Eating the uh the sardine on the, <laughs> the sardines on the cracker. <laughs> How did everybody not break character? Yeah, had, like going. all day to film it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so have you tried that though being as much fans as you are of the movie have you tried i always thought it looked good oh i have not I, I want to i just don't have have you guys pretzels. ever had a sardine period yeah i've had yeah. sardines yeah, yeah. it's I good for your heart Honestly, I, pick, I picked up a can once to, and i was curious about it yeah. and i ate it and i was like this was a mistake you do that oh. with all the cans that you see I have a lot of cans that are just opened. I left, leave them to rot after I don't like them. Uh, they're not going to rot. The cats will get them. <laughs> Start eating them. Yeah. Uh, I like sardines. You don't like sardines? Me? Yeah. I've never had them. I don't what? like seafood in general. So oh my God. digging into a can of sardines was never really um, something that I've gone out of my way for. I gotta go get. I'll be right back. I gotta sure. go get You know, <laughs> if the '80s taught me anything, if the '80s taught me anything, it's that sardines are gross. Uh, I think you mean anchovy. Maybe you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. How are those different? Anchovies are a different fish. They're smaller um, and they're prepared different. They salt them, uh, okay. so they're they're I, soaked in a brine. Where a sardine I, is just canned. I just need to play this one. This one part. <laughs> It's fine. <laughs> That's got to be Sergio Leone. It is. Yeah. yeah. I, 
from how the West was won? No, no. Once upon a time, maybe West? one of those. I just wanted you guys to see the stare thing. What did that guy go on to do? Let me see. Hold on, I got the bird. He, die. he died. What? <laughs> yeah, Ricky Cumin is dead. Or is he dead. really? I think it's actually pronounced Dukeman, actually. Uh, yeah, Rick Dukeman died. Oh. oh, yeah, 2014. Uh, but the, what I think of him from is Little Monsters. He was the bad guy henchman in Little Monsters with Fred Savage and Howie Mandel. Yeah. He played boys, um, big, big, broad henchman. I don't remember his name in that. Also, um, I used to watch him in a movie called Disney's Blank Check. Oh, yeah. He's the cab. He's the limo driver in blank check that like mm-hmm. he's a little kid, you know, in a, you know, looking back on it in a very weird kind of predatorial way. Oh, diabetes. Yikes. He's like, he's like an old, he's like a man hanging around this 11 year old boy trying to get him laid. Oh, blank check. Yeah. Very bizarre. Yeah. <laughs> oh, did he die of diabetes? Yeah, that's a he died of diabetes. The list of Wilford Brimley. <laughs> Diabetes. How's he doing? I think he's okay. Yeah. Riding on a horse somewhere, shooting arrows. Yeah. <laughs> um, We've also got Bruce Dern, who's also also dead. Also doing well. No, oh, wait, God. hold on, hold on. He just might be close to death. Hold on. I think he maybe he's just like a skeleton man these. Oh days. yeah, he's eighty-seven. Yeah. No, he was just in um, that Quentin Tarantino movie. Oh yeah, he's in Hateful Eight, right? Hateful Eight. Oh, I love the Hateful Eight. Well, he won yeah. an, an Oscar for that movie Nebraska like a decade ago. Holy shit, he did. I a, think so. Like, yeah, he did like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven productions in 2023 alone. Most wow. of them westerns. He's wonderful, and the Burbs really makes me want to go back and watch some of the older Bruce Stern movies, like from the 70s. You know? Oh yeah. Have you ever seen Silent Running? Oh, the sci-fi movie? Yeah, uh-huh, where he's on no, a... No, I know of it, though. Yeah, I've never seen it either, but I really want to. Uh, here's more trivia. Everyone in the cast or crew had a good time working on the film, so much that Tom Hanks personally brought bought everyone's sunglasses and left a personal thank you note to everyone in the cast and crew. If I just got sunglasses from Tom Hanks, I'd be pissed off. <laughs> I'd be mm-hmm. like, he's I a fucking millionaire. You turn those around. It, this was also done during the writer's strike of 1988. The film was rushed into production to avoid uh, the WGA strike. Mm-hmm. Principal photography began the same day as the strike went into effect. Uh, the writer p- appeared in the film, but he was pro- prohibited from contributing anything uh, on the script while on set. So Joe Dante encouraged the actors to improvise a bunch of scenes and... Uh, one example is when Rumsfeld rips the Klopex wallpaper, an idea from Bruce Dern. Uh, Rick Ducumin ad-libbed many of his lines, including the Satan is good, Satan is our pal. Uh, Tom Hanks and Carrie Fisher came with the idea of playing along with Jeopardy at home. Huh. Yeah. Um, I, I'm wondering if that writer's strike has anything to do with the kind of jumbled ending that I seem to have kind of a bit of a problem with these days the more i watch it but we'll get to that later okay uh it also has carrie fisher in it we forgot about carrie oh. fisher uh, she's hot as hell in this movie yeah she's great yeah even with, the, with that mom haircut mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's like kind of a like mushroom yeah the early 90s mom 
Yeah, the early nineties. Early eighty nine. Yeah. It's got Joe Dante regular Dick Miller as the garbage man. <laughs> oh yeah, and Robert, Robert Ricardo as the garbage yeah. man. Who we will be discussing on Frank Walker Wonder and Hour. Star Trek when we get to Voyager. Munchies. Thank you. Munchie. Because he's in Munchies. Munchies coming up, but not before six or seven different seasons of uh, G.I. Joe or something, I'm sure. (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe another iteration of Scooby-Doo, maybe Transformers again for the fucking 20th (laughs) time. I don't know. There's Scooby-Doo. Are you guys with me? Not bitter about it. That's for sure. (laughs) Not bitter at all. That is wearing down, you guys. Wearing down. <laughs> it's working. It's three o'clock my time. This is when I hit my bitter hour. <laughs> fucking, why'd they make fun of me in high school? <laughs> well, which reason do you want? There's a litany of problems there. But they've been wearing overalls every day. <laughs> overalls are awesome. Yeah. Did, uh, did you know? One strap down. Me tell you. <laughs> One strap down. Yeah. That's how you do it. That was the style of the mid 90s. <laughs> Try to change my name to DJ Viper. <laughs> call me Dragon. Courtney Gaines is in this. Courtney Gaines is great. Who's Courtney Gaines? Uh, he's the redhead from Children of the Corn. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He... <laughs> hey, Hans. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> which was also a Mad Lib line, by the way, with from Bruce Stern. The wonderful Her- uh, Henry Gibson, who plays Dr. Kopeck. Wonderful. He's so good. Yeah, yeah, dude. He's always been good. Love seeing that guy pop up and stuff. I always think of him as, like, being three foot tall. <laughs> I know. I think, well, I think he is. Yeah. Also, at the very end, um, Ron Howard's brother, Rance Howard, shows up. Is it, Or is that his father? Uh, I think it's his father. Rance Howard is the father of yeah. Um, Ron Howard and yeah, Rance Ho- Rance Howard. Okay, I was gonna say ranch. Ranch. <laughs> ranch Howard. There's a cop at the end. Um, yeah. And the old man down the street claims you kidnapped his dog. Okay. Um, Wendy Shaw as uh as Rumsfeld's uh wife. Man, she's hot. There's yeah. so much. I'm going through the spoiler trivia, and there's so much at that last 15 minutes of that movie that just was changed constantly. Let's hear about it. Let's hear about uh, it because the last 15 of minutes of the movie is really kind of what I want to. I personally want to focus on. Let's get into it. Fuck it. Yeah. But, you want to go for it, Henry? Or sure, I'll read the first one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in the original script, Ray Peterson was intended to be killed by Doctor Klopek. However, once Tom Hanks was cast in the role, the studio didn't think the audience would appreciate witnessing his death on screen. So the ending had to be reworked. Several alternative endings to the film were also shot where items other than bones were discovered in the Klopek's trunk, including dead cheerleaders and the garbage men seen earlier in the film. The ending has been a subject of debate before the writer's strike. Revisions were requested to make Hanks... Uh, request to make Hank, whose box office profile has increased during uh, since the success of Big, as the dominant in the film as cinematically possible. So make Tom Hanks the center of the entire movie after it had already been written and probably cast. I think that's the right idea. I think they had the right idea for doing don't that. Don't kill Tom Hanks? Don't kill Tom Hanks. No, I wouldn't have liked that either, I don't think. The original ending is on YouTube. That's right. They actually shot a lot of that. 
Yeah. Wait, with not the, garbage men or with the cheerleaders? I, they, I don't know. They did not shoot. They did not shoot Tom Hanks's death, though. No. No the ori- the original ending was the one that they had on like the Blu-ray and stuff was that the Klopeks were innocent the entire time. Oh. <laughs> who was guilty? Wait a minute. Is that correct? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, original. I've got the Blu-ray here in front of me. The um, the Shout Factory Select Blu-ray. Uh huh. If you have that, then you could watch all of that. Um, uh, I don't have it because I lent it to somebody six months ago, and they haven't <laughs> returned it. <laughs> or maybe they did return it. I just can't find it. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Like, um, you know, producing this film thirty-five years ago, and then like. You know, it being 2024 and you having to lend that out, like, hey, this is a really good movie. You should watch it. It's weird that, you know, it's still on the uh, radar when so much isn't. Yeah, yeah really. And, and it, it's, is it, it, did you lend it out because this person had never seen it before? Yes. Or they remember it fondly and they wanted to watch it again. No, they hadn't seen it before. Yeah, so new people are still coming to this movie, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's As opposed worse. to like munchies, which I'm sure you can't get on Blu-ray, <laughs> <laughs> or or it's like some like 4K $600 edition that has oh, 14 yeah, different right. versions of it. Because no one else wanted to print it, and they knew they <laughs> would sell more than a thousand. Yeah, you know? Vinegar Syndrome put out some expensive thing of it or something. Yeah, that that could be. Um, oh, or they'll watch it on Tubi for free. Yeah, Booking, Tubi, um, all the best movies. <laughs> That's our tagline now. And Gordon Ramsay. Um, so if you look up the writer, Dana Olson, um, there's not much um, that they've done that, that gets much better than the Burbs, honestly. They wrote TV like Laverne and Shirley, um, Joni Loves Chachi. What are you talking about? This the person writer. wrote, the writer wrote Inspector Gadget. Yeah. Yeah. The or movie. The, the movie. <laughs> yes, everyone loves the- that movie yeah. with convicted murderer um <laughs> Matthew Broderick convicted murderer <laughs> he was cleared of those charges he had to pay $200 into okay. Ireland and he apologized to the family that's plenty of penance for what he did yeah. but also um this writer created the show Henry Danger which I am very familiar with because I have a 9-year-old daughter who discovered that show and fucking loves it. I have seen every episode of Henry Danger. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I don't know what this is, yeah. Don't have children. It was a show, a live-action superhero show created for Nickelodeon in 2014. Oh, by Dan Schneider? That's not problematic. (laughs) Dan Schneider. Dan Schneider. You know who Dan Schneider is? He's currently in the process of being... Uh being canceled because of his Dan Schneider's got a sketchy past, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of inappropriate long hugs. Oh, a lot of a lot of requests from fans to send in pictures of their feet for some reason. Oh yeah, it's a fan thing. Yeah, that's right. Send in your best foot pics and shit like that. Yeah, a Nickelodeon. Imagine me, but a pervert. I don't have to separate too much there. What are you like, talking about? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh Wow, okay. You say Dan, me and Dan That's Schneider nice. are one and the same? <laughs> no. Only once have I requested people send pictures of their feet. 
nation nationally. Yeah, this he's wasn't done it like multiple times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This wasn't like on a chat group somewhere <laughs> or something. No, this was like on nationwide TV. Let's put oh, it up. So, yeah. what is Henry Danger? Is that he's a superhero? I'm yeah, assuming it's, it's a comedy superhero show. Okay, he's a kid who becomes like a Robin uh, type character to a superhero, a, a, sec, a sex slave. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Anyway, um, that's beside the point. Anyway, what what else? Oh, by the way, we absolutely love this movie. I just want to get that out there, right? Okay. Oh yeah, for sure. I just want to make that known because, um, you know, when I start kind of nitpicking the end, I don't want people to think otherwise. But I absolutely adore this movie. You know, I wouldn't want anyone to go and change it like George Lucas style, but <laughs> it's it's almost perfect almost i think that i think the burps need some more aliens in the end maybe a jazz a jizz scene where there's aliens are singing <laughs> if you just put a do back in the background there. i, I uh, have a scene where the aliens going to originally intended to have four do backs but i was only able to put one do back because of <laughs> more wow. lightsabers Fifty thousand lightsabers <laughs> Um, it's my art. <laughs> I'll do what I fucking want with it. It's like poetry. It rhymes. This is my art, and it is dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this play, this movie has a special place in my heart for sure. I mean, I don't, I've probably seen it, I'm going to say like 10 or 15 times. I've seen it so many more times. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know you have. It's endlessly rewatchable. Yeah. And now, my children love it too so you know I'm oh watching, do they yo know, at penelope my my nine-year-old loves this fun. and we watch it together all the time she'll request to put it on all the time so it's generational now you guys it doesn't scare her at all i don't think so no Man, uh -uh. kids don't get scared anymore yeah i know well oh. i played Damn. the exorcist for her the other day while we were jesus christ how'd that go <laughs> and, uh you know it's all right <laughs> sorry we had some conversations some tough conversations. <laughs> yeah, to keep pausing. And this is oh. where Linda Blair's back gets cracked. Yeah. <laughs> this is where Ellen Burstyn's back gets cracked too. <laughs> breaking a lot of backs. <laughs> uh, See, this is illegal to film now. So the whole movie has this undertone and this concept that it's pushing through the whole movie. Yeah. How. how you know, it's really who you least suspect in the suburbs that will turn out to be the problem. Like they tell that story of Art, the soda jerk. Yeah. Right? No one suspected a thing. It was it was, you know, just a regular guy. He ran the soda fountain or whatever. And then one day El Snapo, he says, Yeah. Murdered his whole family with an ice pick, right? <laughs> They started smelling something. Yeah. <laughs> his his delivery in that movie is so perfect in every scene. Yeah, he's he's MVP of this yeah. movie. Well, no, no, no. Him, Tom Hanks, and Decumin. Uh, and uh Dern. My feelings Dern. are my feelings yeah. are hot. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that fucking roof and and it cuts to a it cuts to a high angle camera of the top of the roof and it's got like this cartoon cutout of his <laughs> <laughs> you know, like a yeah. wild kind of thing. It's um, it's little moments like that that I think turned off um, 
people of the late 80s like i think that that kind of that kind of stuff went sort of over the line for them too know? silly yeah i think so maybe probably wasn't until like the mid 90s when that changed i'm not sure exactly but anyway oh. so they give this it's this overall idea that like the true sickos are the ones that you don't suspect uh, is that what the idea is don't you didn't did you guys not get that idea going through the movie that like well maybe I, we're the, maybe we're the crazy people that hang out in our in our yards and it, it's all summed up with tom hanks's um monologue at the end where he's yeah. like here mow our lawns we're the crazy people it's summed yeah. up pretty nicely to up me it to- just felt like unchecked hysteria like, it is um, it's absolutely it's unchecked hysteria it's that they're the crazy people and but how can you how can you, it is it's unchecked hysteria but to then discover that all along the clopex were guilty of what they thought takes all of that shit and <laughs> eats it out the fucking door in like yeah. a matter of a couple minutes yeah which, so which the older I got and the more I watched this movie at an older age, the more I was kind of dissecting that little bit about it and thinking like, wait a minute, like all of a sudden it takes a, a, a 180 turn and goes the other way and not for comedic value, not for any kind of surprise. I think it's kind of just poor writing. Yeah. And I'm sorry. I, again, I hate to shit on this movie because I fucking love it, but there could have been something different at the very end to really make it all coalesce, you know, and come together. But instead, you know, they get, they give you this idea, like how could they be, you know, um, it's unchecked hysteria. They're looking at these outsiders and just thinking that, Oh, because they don't keep their lawns green, they must be up to no good. Yeah. Is the wrong, uh, you know, that's the wrong way to think. That's xenophobia, like right? <laughs> yeah. Mean, well, there there was the ending that they shot where they actually are innocent. I don't think they actually shot it. I, mean, I don't think they shot it, but they wrote it. I maybe it was written, but it was yeah. not shot. Like the it shot ending is a is a little bit different, but they still end up being guilty. Yeah the the alternate ending where it's on YouTube, Klopek still attacks him in the ambulance and tries to inject him. Right. Right. But Which, um, they don't open up a thing and show that there's bones or anything like that. Yeah, it's something else. It's something else that paints them that um, that like they're still murderers, but it's not as like here's all the bodies. You know, I would have watched that ending again. Um, but it it was something else. But also, the Klopex were guilty, which kind of is my main gripe about this whole movie. I don't think the Klopex should have been guilty at the end of it. Yeah. I, I just I think that it kind of did a disservice to the whole idea and concept that they were building through the whole movie. So why do you think that they and did the did, ending that they did? And it did a disservice to his awesome monologue at the end, which is like kind of like, you know, it, it's a it's a really cool kind of puts a bow on it. Dissertation on suburban life, you know what I mean? Yeah. Have you guys ever suspected that one of your neighbors is doing something? <laughs> where i live usually those suspicions eventually lead to police raids oh yeah all doing yeah oh yeah you don't want that currently yeah, I find my own business at my in my mom's neighborhood i think that her neighbors are up to all sorts of nefarious shit and i haven't gathered enough evidence yet but i'm getting there 
<laughs> we, <laughs> Matt, this has been going on since we were children. I uh-huh. remember that neighbor next to your mom, and there were just like all kinds of crazy stories that you'd make up about this guy. I never made him up. No, he had he had a Dracula in a coffin in the bottom of his in the back of his yard. It was a it was a fake Dracula, but we went back there and he and he had a full on coffin with a Dracula in it. Is this not the person that you used to refer to as Chester the Molester? <laughs> no, Chester was down the street. <laughs> That's okay. The guy that used to we'd ride our box around the neighborhood and he'd come out to get his newspaper in his white oh. undies and okay. just stand there and like it just like had his underwear pulled up so everyone could see his his bulge. So he was yeah, definitely he got arrested. Yeah. <laughs> Turns out he was a molester. <laughs> Who would have thought? Who would have thought? His name wasn't Chester, but no, my mom has new neighbors in there or been there for the past few years, and I'm sure that they're drug dealers and they also run a puppy puppy mill. <laughs> puppy I'm mill. almost positive of it. That's how they. That's how they. Um traffic the drugs they yeah stuff, they, they stuff put them in the puppies, puppies. yeah <laughs> yeah oh, oh you're here for the yorkie and it's like a bloated little yorkie full of cocaine if i could just get in the house i can, <laughs> I can get what i need <laughs> the evidence uh, what really bothers me about the end of this movie especially the more i watch it the older i get is that it kind of shits all over the the idea that like oh it's really actually the psychos that fucking you know worry about their lawns and sit and stare out the window and suspect other people like they're the real psychos you know yeah um i wish it would have kept to that and i think i kind of have a bit of a fix and i i don't have this totally fleshed out so maybe maybe we can workshop it here a little bit maybe we can do sort of a a yes and thing together. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Here's how I think it could have been fixed. Okay. <laughs> Run me through it. It Everything goes as normal up through the explosion up to the point just before um, Dr. Klopek enters the ambulance. You know, okay. I, I, now I don't know how the characters would meet, but what ends up happening at the end is they discover that, there was a murderer on their street all along. And you know who it was? It was Walter. Oh, he, was he was the murderer and he was hiding there all along. Sort of like BTK, you know, sort yeah. of like, sort of like the golden state um, killer, how, how they sort of like did their, did their fucking bad, all their murders. And then tried to like, make like a family, you know, make what I mean? a life. Yeah. Make a life. Like and then- 10 years between killings. Yeah, like twenty years or something. Yeah. Well, between with BTK, with between his last killing and him getting caught, it was BTK was like twenty years. Yeah, twenty five years. It, it enough time for him to have an entire family and lead a semi normal life in the suburbs. You know. Yeah, by all accounts, he was a full on asshole. Though, like he ran oh, the neighborhood watch and like told on people if their lawns were too long. He was such a piece of shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And can you not see Walter Walter in this movie being that character? Yeah, he has the perfect lawn. He has the perfect lawn. He's sending his dog out and to shit on the other people's lawns because he's like, oh, they could use a good fertilizing anyway or whatever, you know. Yeah. So there's some somehow Walter. Let's see. 
Well, maybe Walter gets hurt in the explosion. Maybe he's outside and something hits him, and they and him and Hanks both end up in the ambulance together. That's a good idea. Like they're sort of in the same ambulance or something. Yeah, and that gives Walter his chance to finish off Tom Hanks. Here's something. Here's something. Maybe what happens is you know how um, you know how Carol and the boy. What's his son's name in the movie? Um, Tom Hanks' son. Yeah, in the movie. I'll tell you right now. Well, by the uh, way, I don't know who the kid is, but wonderful casting. Am I right? Dave? Yeah. Uh, Corey Danziger it plays Dave Peterson. Dave Peterson, right. Yeah. Yeah. He looks just like a young Tom Hanks. Like It looks like you would be his son. Anyway, um, Carol and Dave show back up. You know how they, in the movie they show back up, they come back home from the lake house. Yeah. Fuck, like right at the moment. I think what would happen is like... Um, Carol would be like, Dave, Dave, go run it, go into the house and just stay there till I get this stuff figured out. Well, yeah. Walter is already in the house. Oh, shit. What he's got, he, between, <laughs> what he's got is he picked up Art's gun, right? Oh, yeah. You know that gun that's in the beginning of the movie? Yeah. It would be nice to have that come back around like, like Chekhov's gun. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> You set it up, and then it shows back up in the third act. Otherwise, why are you putting a gun in there in the first yeah, place? Tom Hanks takes it from him. Say, I'm, I'm, I, you can't have this back until we talk about this or something, and then puts it in the house. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. And so, so they were in his house. Do you remember they went into Walter's house when they suspected foul play, and they found the chairs turned over. Yeah. They were looking through everything. So Walter thinks that the same thing that Doctor Klopek thinks. Like you don't have to change too much. It could be like. I, you were in my house. I know you saw my blank, 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 blank. blank. Yeah. Let's say, let's say as an old serial killer back in his heyday of being a serial killer, they, the news referred to him as the scalper or something. And what he liked to do Takes was a souvenir. Yeah. He hair. He liked to collect hair, you know? So that would make it so that hair piece that he carries around has a significance. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Does he have that hairpiece? But he has all kinds of real hair. Like it, maybe it, let's call, maybe it's in like a garden shed or something. You know, it's what? like the leather face of hair pieces. Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't something like that be like cool? Mm-hmm. Um, that would be great, and it'd be ni- such a nice twist. And so he shows up at the end, and he's in the house, and he's got David hostage with his gun at him. And Tom Hanks walks in, he's like, "Whoa, what's going on?" And then he gives out, like, "I know you saw everything. I know." that you know that I'm the scalper or something like that. Yeah. And he's petting his son's hair the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) Calm down, calm down, calm down, you know? Yeah. Um, but he's an old man. So, um, he goes to take a shot with the gun and his body can't handle it. And the recoil just like knocks him back into a wall. Right. Like he's so frail still. Um, Yeah. Yeah, or no. one of the Klopeks comes up behind him and hit, and hits him with a shovel or something. Oh, like like fucking Yeah, like like Hans or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a great idea. One of them comes up and it turns out like they you know they just helped him in the end actually. Yeah. After this after all this pointing fingers and bullshit, they ended up being the one that kind of helped him out. You know. Yeah. Yeah, this is an easy fix. Like this could have been an easy fucking fix. And the more I think about it, the more it kind of drives me a little crazy. <laughs> like, <laughs> why, why did this happen? Why did it happen like that at the end of this movie? 
but that would have been so easy to do and it would have just cinched everything up you know something yeah. like that, right and you have dr klopek and, and hanks walking away at the end and like you know pan out shot of them walking and then little jokes about like going to his house and he's like well i can't now because you fucking blew it up (laughs) (laughs) great yeah awesome (laughs) this is gonna be a comic book you could do an alternate comic book so the clopax tried to get this house but they couldn't until the naps mysteriously disappeared and what happened was walter killed them because oh yeah they didn't they because they didn't have the greatest lawn and uh, you know after a lapse in murders he comes back to kill the naps and then he's got their hair in the in his you know gardening shed or something let's say flash you, basement i want a basement you could even have a flashback of um walter being the actual killer of the soda jerk's family like maybe the soda jerk goes away to like get well for a while yeah and he comes back and his family's dead and and the soda jerk gets arrested instead oh that that would be something real cool like he could talk about his history of killings while he's yeah. holding the son hostage yeah, sure. And then like, and, and, um, maybe Rance Howard shows up in the house, you know, after he hears the gunshot go off and Walter's fucking recoiled back into the wall and laying on the ground like, oh, my feeble body. <laughs> like, Did he say scalper? I remember that case, you know? Yeah. I remember that case from 20 years ago. Sure, I'm too old to be a cop, but this, my son is the director. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's a detective, you know. Yeah, I guess that's all right. But uh, anyway, like uh, I think that's a great ending. They should have done that. I, w- yeah, and what? Fuck you, Joe Dante. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah, yeah. Ozzy hates you and your movies. No, it's just like I've I've been thinking about this for a long time. Like, man, why did they kind of just like screw the pooch at the end of this movie? Mm-hmm. They sort of step all up and then just sort of yank the rug right out from under you. And that's kind of bugged me for the last little while. And then one day it just dawned on me, like. You Walter, Walter. if it was Walter, that would fix fucking everything. Mm, yeah, it would, it would even lend harder to the idea that like it's the ones you least suspect in the suburbs that are seen on the outside. Everything seems great, but inside, you know, yeah. don't trust a well manicured lawn. Yep, I'll never trust that. My shit. lawn looks yeah. like shit. Everybody can trust me. <laughs> yeah. Very trustworthy. <laughs> so I don't know. It's just been something I've been thinking about. And uh sure I could sit down and spend a couple days and like literally write out a script for this ending, but I'm not going to. Do you it. Send it to Joe Dante said this is my this is why I'm better than you. This is how you <laughs> <laughs> But you can do that. Part. You can do it as an alternate comic. Henry, get in get on that. Do Let's do it. Henry, that'd be cool for like uh, movies as comics thing, you know? Yeah. <laughs> we wrote our own sequel. <laughs> we wrote our own sequel. Like, oh, wait, no, we rewrote the ending and then um, get sued by Tom Hanks. Ooh. We're already on the fence with Walker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're in shaky ground with that already. Yeah. You don't want to be surprised we haven't got a cease and desist. Tom yeah. Hanks has so much more power in Hollywood also. So. Yeah. Oh man! So that's that's like my idea, and and again, like I don't exactly know the fully the details, but something like that, you know, would have been fantastic, and it would have made the movie an A plus when currently it's an A. Remember well, when we talked to that guy uh, about the big um, when we were doing big about the machine that he had built, and then he got a cease and desist. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
just thought of that, Tom Hanks. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, that was way back when. Gosh, I, sorry, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. I think it was Nick. Nick, that's right. Yeah, he built his uh, Zoltar machine, but Zoltar he wasn't machine. able to sell them. He was only able to give them away for to his charity, right? Mm, yeah, but he had to change the name, didn't he? Something like that. Like he doesn't call them Zoltar machines, and he had to change the design, but it's a Zoltar machine for all intents and purposes? No, it's that the Zoltar machines that you currently see out in the world only use the name, but the design is not the same. Uh, and then they bought the Zoltar name to use it. So then if you go back and try to make a replica from the movie and call it Zoltar, that company that currently owns the Zoltar name but makes fake versions will get you. Uh-huh. That's, They're I constantly think. on hashtags and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Uh, go, going back to the ending really fast, I, you know, you, you say like, oh, they had this ending that was bad, but I think they were conflicted about the ending too. They shot so many different things and wrote so many different things like, they eventually had to go with one. I'm sure it was a whole committee of bullshit executives going, well, they have to be the murderers. You know, that's Maybe. what people want. But you can really feel it kind of start to fall apart at the very end there. And yeah. It, and that must be a mixture of like different, different scripts and melding of ideas. I'm not exactly sure how they yeah. land the ending they have, but, uh, you know, I just don't think it fully works. I don't think it fully works. I think yeah. having the Clopex and also like the skeletons in the back of the trunk. like It's a little bit on the nose. Yeah. Yeah. They're driving around with them in their trunk. I don't get it. Which is know? why I think the alternate one that they shot that's on YouTube probably works better because it's a little more subdued than that. It's just like Clopex oh, yeah. attacks them. They get arrested. Yeah, I, I don't think in that original one they have that weird, the gurney rolls out. No, they don't, they don't have that, no. Any of that happens, but... Yeah. But also, it's kind of racist, isn't it? A little bit. What do you mean? Well, they're they're looking at these people who are clearly foreigners compared to the rest of the characters in the movie. Mm-hmm. Just like, these people are fucking weird. Look how fucking foreign they are, and look how different they are from us. I see nothing wrong with that. And... The- <laughs> And then it ends up being like, yeah, that's because that's because they're fucking murderers. And it turns out that like, yeah, you can't trust those foreigners. Watch out. If you see a foreigner around and they're doing things differently from you, then Isn't that the entire Republican platform right now. Probably yeah. guys, guys, I'm late. I got to go to a rally. I can't really tell you about it, but I got to go. <laughs> he bust out a red hat <laughs> <laughs> and then put a white hood over it. <laughs> oh, no. I'm in a club. <laughs> See, but like in like politically in 1989, wasn't that the the trend? It was like, oh, uh, the Eastern Europeans are kind of scared. A lot of xenophobia, are, yeah, yeah. A lot of xenophobia against like, yeah, you're right, Eastern Europe and Russia and stuff and like Russia, that. Yeah. Those areas, absolutely. Which don't don't do that. Like now, we love Russia. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah, at least part uh, of the country does. So anyway, that's my idea to, you know, fix. I still love the movie. I, I realize it's a bad ending. It's a minor problem, but it is a problem. Yeah. And I think we've, we, uh, our generation have been a little bit blinded by nostalgia. It's, it's like eating a delicious uh, ice cream sundae. And then mm-hmm. right when you're about to finish, someone walks by and farts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
<laughs> like, oh, it's like it was still good, but right at the end, like I have a weird boner right now. But <laughs> whoa, yeah. Henry, what? <laughs> <laughs> eating ice cream and then they come out afterwards and say that was made from human breast milk or something. <laughs> yeah, like what no wonder i loved it or you get to the bottom of a bowl and there's a pube at the bottom <laughs> yeah right i don't know i don't know these are all very bad analogies but yeah sure. that's a perfect analogy oh it's not okay um i love that chris farley snl bit with the fucking decaf coffee the hidden camera. <laughs> you guys ever seen that? What'd no. you say? <laughs> what? <laughs> you ever seen that, Henry? No. Oh, oh shit. It's son good. of a I like bitch. That we just totally changed track and just watch that at the end of this episode. Real quick. We can oh. if you want. <laughs> that might be a good idea. I have one more good laugh. <laughs> but anyway, yes, I love this movie so much, and I will continue to watch it over and over. And the, you know, I wouldn't be dissecting it like this if I didn't love it. You know what I mean? It's done yeah. out, of, right? Yeah, absolutely. Be the best it can possibly be. You know. Hey, but, are you aware, sir, that you are drinking Colombian decaffeinated coffee crystals? Am I? Why, it's delicious. It- Tastes like rich-bodied regular coffee. It took 264 hidden camera customers before that reaction was obtained. I am Knorben Knusen for Swedish Television One, and tonight we are going to examine the American craze of hidden camera commercials, particularly what doesn't make it to your home television. Sir, do you realize that you are not drinking regular coffee, but Colombian decaffeinated coffee crystals? What? I said, you're (laughs) drinking Colombian decaf coffee crystals? (laughs) <laughs> the music what you son of a bitch you no <laughs> it just keeps escalating. That's one of my favorite shows. Oh, no. God, fucking what? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, that's a good good ending to the show. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, if if anyone out there um, has any idea, any suggestions for their idea of a quote unquote fix, um, write in macabrecast uh, at gmail.com. Wait, is that the right show? Macabrecast show at gmail.com? Macabrecast show at gmail.com, yes. That's right. And um, let us know how you, if, if the ending bothers you, I'd like to hear about it. And if you have an idea of how it could be easily fixed, I'd also like to hear about it. Also, send your feet pics. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs>